Hello, hello, hello. Welcome guys. Um Kevin Kryptonite here. I'm back, people. I am back. It's been it's been a long wait. Uh a long time since I've put out any content. And so, you know, something that I thought wouldn't be too taxing to do uh, is to start with the podcast in terms of me making content. Because I'm just talking to you guys, you know, um, just we're just chatting. And uh um, I think this is the best way to just kick things off. Uh, if you don't know who I am, if you it's the first time that you're consuming my content, I go by the name of Kevin Kryptonite. Uh, stage name, of course. But anyway, yeah, uh, Kevin Kryptonite. Uh, you can find me on YouTube um, at Kevin Kryptonite. You can find me on Twitter at Kevin Kryptonite. That is K-E-V-I-N-K-R-Y-P-T-I-N-I-T-E. Um, pretty much everywhere yeah that's also my PSN so shoot me an invite there as well but um, to explain where I've been uh, I want to say that it's my studies that's been you know keeping me away that'll be a lie I'm just lazy guys yo I've just been lazy I am so sorry but I'm gonna give it a good shot this time at making stuff so uh, I hope I haven't disappointed anybody that's been waiting for me to put stuff out and I hope that you continue to just uh, come and chill with me, just come and hang out, you know. So let's see, um, I thought that this time around the podcast I would uh, discuss some of the media that I've been consuming over the time. Um, a lot of things came out, a lot of exciting movies, a lot of exciting shows have come out up until this point. Uh, I want to say that maybe where it kind of started was April 18th, not April, sorry, March 18th. Um, that would be the release date of Justice League's, you know, the Snyder Cut. So, I don't know. Um, as you know, you know, if maybe you do know, maybe you don't know, but Justice League, when it first came out under uh, its different director, um, well, not different director, but it, it had a uh, bunch of different uh production people let's say and so Zack Snyder did take out a cut of the Justice League movie but it didn't do too well right there's this big petition online for people saying um, they want to see his original vision for the movie they want him to release the original vision that he had for the movie because apparently before it was released there were like many changes that were made either because of the studio or creative you know differences that writers had with him this that and the other so the petition worked um he had already shot like his vision for the movie but when it came out it got scrapped so at least there was already footage that was done but as he released um his version of the movie there were also reshoots that he added in uh he also wanted to make a cut of the movie that was completely black and white which i find very interesting but that's not what we got on april 18th we got the snyder cut it was a three hour long movie so if you already didn't like the first movie, I do not recommend that you jump into this because you're really just going to be there for uh, the many, the, the small reshoots, edits that he added in. There's not that many, but it's enough to kind of see why he wanted to have it a particular way. Uh, what did I think about it personally? Um, I, didn't, I didn't, I don't care much for DC movies, all right, the DC I think it's the DCEU. I think that's what they call the cinematic universe. I don't care much for the movies, except for maybe 
uh, the Dark Knight, uh, Dark Knight Rises, and uh, uh, you know the the movies made by Christopher Nolan. Those movies are great, right? But in, in terms of the universe that they're building uh, for like the Marvel esque, you know, Big Bang movies, I don't think they're doing too well. Even Wonder Woman didn't do too well, um, box office wise. But uh, they had to they had to do it. You know, the first movie did so well, so they had to do a second one. Wonder Woman, but I digress. What do I think about the Snyder Cut? Uh, I would say out of ten, I would have given it maybe a six point five. You know, strong six, a strong six to a light seven. So we'll say that. Um, generally, the movie uh, was okay. It's been a while since I watched the first one, so it was interesting to see the three-hour part of. You know about it all being three hours i mean that is that is tough man that's a tough sell i would recommend that you watch it in parts luckily the movie also kind of is uh shot in parts or um in the movie and every time they get to a new part they would say you know part one and it would give a title sort of like what quentin tarantino would do in terms of chapters but it's like that and it's got eight eight parts i believe so that's the snyder cut uh like I said, strong six, week seven. Um, yeah, that's it. It was all right. It's a good time. Uh, the next movie that I watched after that would have to be, I, th- I believe it was Godzilla versus Kong. Another movie that's doing like a universe type building. I don't know what's wrong, what's up with Hollywood, but I mean, it's money. Let's just talk about it. Let's be real. Let's be a buck. It's... It's money, right? It, 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 if you have a franchise and you have, and you will build, you know, there's you can potentially, you know, stretch out um, all of your content to re- revolve around like one sort of concept without having to get original and make original movies or whatever. But as in terms of um, Godzilla vs Kong, the the lead up to why we are here, not too important. Like why the reason why we kind of watch those movies is you just want to see big animals fight each other. That's kind of what we're here for. And that's what you get with Godzilla vs. Kong. Without um, spoiling too much. Um, Godzilla obviously was the protagonist in uh, the previous movie. So the question comes about why is Godzilla fighting Kong? Because Kong isn't necessarily a bad guy either. But if you know by ways of the other movies or the previous movie, which would be Godzilla vs. Um, what was it called? King of the Monsters? King of the Monsters, yes. Um, King Ghidorah, right? He was the protagonist in that movie. And we first got introduced to the concept that these titans, I think that's what they, they're calling them. These titans, um, there's a hierarchy and there needs to be an alpha. And all the other titans sort of, they generally respect the alpha, so... Um, I guess that, well, without spoiling too much, that's kind of the conflict that we're going to have or that's being had in Godzilla versus Kong, right? There can't be two alphas, so something's got to give. Um, what do I, th- what did I think about the movie? Uh, generally, so the human parts of these, uh, Monsterverse movies, man, they just, they need to figure this out. It's so bad. Like, I do not care about what these people are doing like we're only here to see monsters fight 
and for the most part this movie did do a good thing about being uh less heavy with the human side of of things right i mean the humans are there kind of just to give you exposition of what's going on so that you're not lost and i appreciate that but you know we could do with like shaving that down a lot this movie is close to three hours so i think that you know it could have benefited by being a bit shorter by if they just shaved up some of the human stuff uh millie puppy brown she's great in the movie great actress um she's alongside some uh some great actors as well so they bounced off each other pretty well um in terms of godzilla uh I think he looks a lot better in this movie in terms of you know just CG and that they've come a long way. Kong looks fantastic. His hair looks realistic. I mean, obviously in this movie Kong is older, so they've kind of you you can tell like oh this is an older Kong now. And by by saying that he is also bigger, so he kind of I mean toe to toe standing with Godzilla, he isn't exactly taller than Godzilla. I mean Godzilla is a freaking god. It's in his name. Uh, but you know, he, yeah, he's pretty tall. Kong got pretty tall. Uh, th- like I said, uh, sorry, I was reading it. So, yeah, the human stuff of it didn't appreciate as much. When they got to the Titan battles, like all the fights, it was wonderful. Like I like how the movie made the fights seem like rounds in a match, in a boxing match or a wrestling match, because they definitely did have bouts like uh they would like start initial meetup there's a fight there then second meetup there's a fight there third meetup there's a fight there and then there's something extra at the end that i'm not gonna spoil but uh godzilla versus kong strong seven yeah strong seven let's just leave it at that i think uh, it couldn't have done more than they did than they did for what the movie is it was great for you know what it is so godzilla versus kong give it a watch um next bit of content that i watched was let's see coming out of godzilla versus kong what did i watch attack on titan yeah i went to the anime side of things attack on titan season four to be more specific um it, it had been out for a while i was just late to a party but um i watched all 16 episodes of part one so they it's broken down into two parts it seems um typically anime is 24 episodes long 25 sometimes uh, a season so yeah um attack on titan if uh if you've watched it then you know what to kind of expect uh readers of the manga obviously i mean you're not gonna please manga readers when it comes to live you know the adaptation of these into anime they that particular like that and i can understand it but for attack and titan the man the manga readers hate it hate it hate it or they still do hate everything about attack on titan the fact that it's an anime i i can't tell you why i haven't read the manga i generally just enjoy them there i like the concepts that this particular season is exploring um quick recap season three end of season three uh, Aaron, Mikasa, and uh, I forget old boy's name. He's Ar- Armin. Armin, yes. Uh, they they are outside of the walls finally, and they have uh, cleared up most of the titans, and they get to the to the ocean, 
to the sea. They haven't seen it before. They didn't know um, bodies of water that big could exist. And beyond that ocean, obviously, there's other people who are alive that uh, are not them. Um, and that's what season four explores. It's them going out of their island to go and see the other people. Uh, you know, just make contact with them and uh, find out, figure out why Titans are only on the island. And, you know, that's kind of the, the uh, crux of season four. Um, man, Aaron just, whew. Yeah, Aaron went, uh, he's, uh, he's, he's, he's different in season four. Let's put it that way. He's very different. Um, obviously he, he's got better control of his Titan. He's got better understanding of his Titan, having now the founding Titan within him. Um, he's got some types, he's got knowledge of the previous owners of the founding Titan now, and, uh, he's attack Titan as well. In the manga, they uh, express well. I mean, if you know about a Titan, Titan, there is um, eight types of Titans. You know, Eren has one. Uh, I forget what this girl is. The one that's uh, the female Titan. That's another one that they have on the island. They have the Colossus Titan, was on the island as well. And then there is the Armored Titan, which out um, of the season, we do not know where man's is and then there's the beast titan as well okay let me just stop talking to my ass and uh, get to the point did i like the season yes i did i liked the season a lot it does kind of get there's some episodes that feel that feel like the filler but uh, you need those kind of for the explanation of uh, the world building um it, and motivations for certain characters you know it helps flesh them out uh i wish i had watched season three before i got into this because when i was watching this season i definitely felt like am i missing something here like is they is there a sub season that i missed that i didn't watch that explains why everybody is so emo this is the most emo season i have ever seen everybody is just kind of like pissed off but uh yeah um I like the season. I did. Uh, I, I'm, I'm very ex the way it ended, particularly like this part of this season, makes me very excited to see the next part. So there is that. If you can get through the first maybe four episodes, then you'll be in for a good time. There's a good amount of action. Um, good amount of backstory. Like I said, out of ten, I'd give the season part one a six you know yeah the six seems like a good ground for it it's not amazing but it's something to watch it's uh something to talk about as well uh just don't get into it with somebody who's read the manga because they will scold you on exactly what's going on and possibly spoil everything but yeah the fight scenes man at least watch it for the fight scenes right so what else after i watched taco titan Next, I watched um, Mortal Kombat, the Mortal Kombat live action movie. I don't know when we're going to learn that video game made into movies. We just haven't got it right. We never have got it right. I, and uh, I say this ironically, I've said this uh, you know, a couple of times on other you know, media, but uh, the only video game movies that work are movies that don't they're not you know at a 
adaptations of video games which is kind of funny and but in that you know in that own right it feels like a video game movie and a good example would be Kubo and the Two Strings right um, that movie is about uh, it's animated first of all but it's about a, a child who is trying to reconnect with his past trying to find his father and to do so he needs to find a special sword special armor uh, and a special headgear, right? That sounds like a video game, like you're collecting pieces, leveling up, getting stronger. And yeah, I don't know, that's just a wonderful movie. You should also watch Kumbu the Two Strings if you haven't, but I digress. Mortal Kombat, the live action movie. Um, is it better than the original Mortal Kombat movie that came out in the 90s? Yes, for me. And all people, it's a cult classic for most. You know, the original movie gave us the badass, you know, uh, theme song everybody knows, Mortal Kombat, you know the one. I'm not gonna sing, I'm gonna spare you the pain. Um, but yes, a lot of people, uh, like they ride or die for that original movie, I get it. I, I think that this movie is just a little bit better than the original 90, you know, the, the movie made in the 90s. Um, and here's why, right? First of all, let's start with the story, right? Mortal Kombat, in the way of story, as even from the games, they haven't been all that brilliant. It's just kind of like bad people doing bad things and heroes coming to stop the people from doing the bad things. When it comes to like character stories, specific character stories, there might be some interesting stuff there if you're looking for it, um, but you really need to be looking for it. And I kind of appreciate what Mortal Kombat um, Mortal Kombat X and Mortal Kombat 11 have done in terms of just the story that they're telling very much different from uh, the one that they've told in this movie which is sort of just like an origin story for Scorpion which has been done many times before if you are looking for a good origin story of Scorpion I recommend that you watch um, Scorpion's Revenge it's an animated movie Mortal Kombat Scorpion's Revenge uh, it's R-rated or, uh, and it's animated but it's leagues better than this movie trust me it is just so much better than this movie but um, not to say that this was an entirely bad movie uh, it did lack things in terms of whenever they were just not fighting that's when it got kind of boring uh, there's a new character that is um, that was made specifically for the movie goes by the name of Cole Young and he is kind of like the surrogate for us like he's the audience member if you, if you will like he's supposed to be the standard of explaining uh what is mortal kombat um where do these fighters come from all of that you know just the explaining stuff that movies do um but in the movie you have you know your classical characters sonya's there sonya blade uh we have Jax. uh we have sub-zero as Bihan, so this is the first Sub-Zero, which also, he's not the first Sub-Zero. There was a Sub-Zero before then, but you need to know that by way of the game. You wouldn't know that otherwise, but this is Bihan Sub-Zero, who later on will turn out to be Noob Cybot. But we have him, we have uh, Hanzo Hasashi, who is Scorpion's real name. And um, who else do we have? We have uh, Prince Goro. He looks, CG-wise, he looks good. He looked really good. Um, 
We didn't get a Shao Kahn, not yet. We don't have a Shao Kahn, but we have Shang Tsung, the Sorcerer. Uh, how did, you know, in terms of graphical fidelity, in terms of him using his soul suck or using his magic, that could have been done a lot better. We have Liu Kang, his fire looks pretty good, not amazing, but it looked good for what it was. We have Kang Lao in this movie. Uh, I'm a big Kang Lao fan, shout out to Kang Lao. I don't know why I'm shutting him out, like he's gonna see this. That was stupid. Anyway, um, who else do we got? Who else do we got? Uh, we have Melina uh, in this movie. We have Melina, yes. Um, no Jade. And um, if we don't have Jade, we didn't have Katana either. But there's like shout outs and references to those characters. Um, so the kind of premise of the movie, right? Mortal Kombat, cool. The premise is that the next Mortal Kombat is about to be held and Chan Soon is um, trying to get, eliminate all of Earthrealm's like fighters before the tournament begins. So he sends out Sub-Zero to go and deal with Earthrealm's fighters before the tournament actually begins. And that's not against the rules. So the Elder Gods can't punish him for that because it's not officially the tournament hasn't officially started so he's free to do that and so uh raiden um then sends out you know he calls out for his warriors to come to the temple his temple and train so uh they can be prepared for when the tournament comes and um yeah the way that Jax loses his arms is different this time you might have seen this in the trailer sub-zero freezes his arms breaks them and that's how Jax, if you know he loses his arms he gets them replaced bionically replaced um they introduce a interesting way to kind of uh explain why these normal seeming not seemingly normal humans have abilities by um it's this thing called arcana i think i could be saying that wrong basically it's like a, a birthmark tattoo symbol sort of thing and it is like your badge to be able to um, compete in Mortal Kombat, right? And not only does it give that, but it unleashes like latent abilities that might be within you. So that's basically how they explain their powers. Very tricky. In the game, I think in Mortal Kombat 9, the way that they kind of explained why they had abilities was because they were fighting in Outer World, right? Uh, the influence of that world like um charged them sort of if that makes sense it gave them just from them being in that realm it it enhanced their you know them as people and it gave them the abilities that's how johnny cage gets his flash kick that's how Jax gets his thunderclap that's how sonya gets her rings i think that's also how uh not cyrex what's his name sector is it sector cyrex man the guy cabal yeah, that's how Cabal got his super speed as well, by being exposed to that world um, uh, for that long. In any case, also, now that I've mentioned Cabal, Cabal is in the movie. He looks great. Uh, he looks dope. And if you're going to have Cabal, you're going to have a Kano because they're both members of the Black Dragon. And something I did not expect. I really didn't expect for Kano to be the best part about this movie. Like... He's amazing in the role that he plays. Whoever the actor is did a great job of just bringing the swagger that 
Kano has. And uh, it made me believe like this is Kano. From now on, if they're gonna ever make a Mortal Kombat movie live action, they have to cast this guy. In the same way that you have to cast uh, Robert Downey Jr. as Iron Man. I see that for this guy in Kano. He's brilliant in the movie. Um, but yeah, so let's just get to rating it. Mortal Kombat live action movie. Honestly, and I'm, this might be an unpopular opinion, uh, for all of these things that I've rated, like these are just my personal personal preferences, the way that I rate them. Obviously, you might find them, I rate them higher, rate them lower. It's up to you. I rate this a five. You know, yeah, it's gonna get a strong five. You know, middle of the way type movie. I, it's not one that you watch again. I will tell you the truth. It's like once you've seen the, all the tricks, you're like, okay. Uh, I guess we'll wait to see if there's gonna be another one. Is the kind of feel like that for me. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of unremarkable. So, again, there is no actual tournament, Mortal Kombat tournament in this movie. It's like the setup to the actual tournament that's probably going to be in the next movie that's gonna come out. So, uh, yeah, uh, but don't let this rating like discourage you from watching it. Just go watch it yourself. You know, uh, bring up your own opinions about it. But that was Mortal Kombat, the live action movie. And um, I think uh, with that being said, that might have been like what caught up kind of to all the content I've been watching. Other than that, I've just been gaming, you know, uh, um, which is kind of part of the course for me. Um, speaking of gaming, I have a YouTube channel. I, I do, you know, I do gaming related stuff, reviews, uh, some, uh, you know, gameplay, let's play type stuff as well. Uh, so please come and check out my channel, uh, Kevin Kryptonite on YouTube, and uh, yeah, I guess uh, I will see you either on YouTube or when I make the next uh, episode for this podcast. But thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, I hope that uh, you'll stick around and uh, look out for all my other stuff. Also follow me on Twitter, Kevin Kryptonite as well there. So yeah, I'll see you guys in the next one. Bye.